welcome back to the Classy Chicks podcast. So it's just me today. Um, it's been a while since I've done a solo episode, probably about six months, but due to the past month being absolutely crazy with travel for Hope and I, um, we decided that once in a while we're going to be doing some podcasts separately, which is, I think, totally fine. Um, I don't know, you guys might not think it's as fun as when we do it together. I enjoy doing it with Hope more than myself, but sometimes this has to be done. So for this episode, I just kind of wanted to debrief on what has been happening the past few weeks. Um, kind of around the country, I wanted to talk about the Heartbeat International Conference that just happened where leaders globally from crisis pregnancy centers came. And then I also wanted to talk about the fact that um, I was at the Satan Conference on Saturday, which was definitely an interesting experience. Um, Yeah. And then lastly, I want to talk about the affiliates that we have. So right now, the Classy Chicks podcast, we just got two new affiliates. So they are Culture of Life Fashion and House of Joppa. And I hope that I'm saying that right. Actually, sorry, we got three new affiliates. Culture of Life Fashion, um, House of Joppa, and American Women Beauty, which is the makeup brand. So I think I'm just going to talk about Culture of Life Fashion and American Women Beauty on this podcast because those are the ones that I know the best and then Hope will talk about House of Joppa on the next episode. So without further ado, we're not going to do classy and trashy moments on here today because it's much more fun when I do them together with help. We'll probably post about that on our Instagram, so we're not going to completely delete them from this week, but we'll probably post about that on our Instagram. I just want to get into um, what I've been up to the past week which was the Heartbeat International Conference and the Satan Conference. So two very, very different things. First of all, if you don't know already, because I I found out that a lot of people actually don't know about this. Every year, Heartbeat International, which is basically an organization of crisis pregnancy centers around the world. So if you're a crisis pregnancy center, you can be part of Heartbeat International. It has a lot of resources. They, They do a lot of great things. And every year, Heartbeat International has a conference, a three-day conference in a different city in America. So this year it was in Louisville, Kentucky, which I've been there once before when I was probably seven years old, but I had never been there when I was an adult. And it was actually a really pretty city. It was very gloomy the whole time I was there um, and kind of chilly, but it was it was beautiful in a way of, it was kind of like an older town. We went to a few cute like Irish pubs. We went to this one, um, the basement of this one that was really cool. We went to, uh, honestly, we didn't do a whole ton in the city besides walking around because it was really beautiful. Um, despite it being cloudy, it was actually good weather to walk around outside. But that's besides the point. The Heartbeat International Conference was amazing this year. We heard from global leaders of crisis pregnancy centers. One in particular that really touched me was this woman who leads a crisis pregnancy center in Ukraine. And she talked about how about a year ago when the war started, they were asked if they wanted to close down. Um, I don't remember who asked them. I think it was probably the director of Heartbeat International or somebody. Somebody asked if they wanted to close down, which is, I mean, pretty realistic. There's a war going on and these people are volunteering or 
basically dedicating their lives to helping women in unplanned pregnancies. Well, this woman talked about how they said, no way. There's no way we can shut down. There's a war going on. There's more women in crisis pregnancies than ever. We can't shut down. And she talked about just the bravery and the dedication of all the people who worked at this crisis pregnancy center in Ukraine. And just the crazy lengths they had to go to in order to keep the women and their babies safe. And I think it really brings up a good point that sometimes, especially here in America, we can think that the pro-life movement is uh, struggling, that that what we're doing is so hard, and that's true. It, It is very hard work, mentally, spiritually. It's always very hard work, but when you go to a conference like that, this, and you hear about the, these people's experiences in different countries, um, there was another woman who was talking about in India how the girls don't have don't have menstrual menstrual um, menstrual pads, menstrual protection, basically, at all. When you hear about what's going on in these different countries, it really brings into perspective how blessed we are here in America. So. That was wonderful. That was a three-day conference. It only happens once a year. Uh, I went with my coworker and we represented live action and it was just amazing to meet contacts that that hopefully we'll have for years to come. Um, sometimes people people ask me if I get tired of going to all these conferences and like if it's boring because you know conferences have kind of a negative connotation. But I always go back to the first time I ever went to a conference with an organization. That was probably about three years ago, the first time I ever went to a big conference with an organization was about three years ago. I went with Let Them Live and we went to the Young Women's Leadership Summit and I wasn't really sure what to expect because I've been there as an attendee but not as a as a representer. And I, the contacts that I got, the people that I met, I keep in touch with now. I was just talking to one girl the other day. So the short answer is these are an opportunity, they're like a catalyst for your next year, for your next few years. For the, the contacts that you make there, you can be in touch with them for a long time. So I definitely encourage people to go to conferences, maybe not as often as I do, it's a little bit much, but <laughs> definitely every couple months or at least once a year, maybe. Uh, you meet so many people that you wouldn't meet or you wouldn't have the um, capacity to talk to so much virtually, at least personally, that's how I feel. So anyway, in the middle of the Heartbeat Conference, I got a call, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk a whole lot about this because we haven't released much on it. But short, long story short, I was sent to the Satan Conference in Boston. I was going to be sent to the Satan Conference in Boston on Saturday, so this was on Thursday or Friday, so it was in like a day or two. And we were going to be doing some independent journalism, you know, just asking people why they're there, what they believe. Um, do you really believe in Satan? Do you support what the satanic temple, sorry, do you support what the satanic temple says about child sacrifice? And I was like, hold up a minute. I don't know that I want to go to Boston for the Satan conference. First of all, it was on a weekend. It was on Saturday and I haven't had a weekend home in my house in Florida for a really long time. <laughs> and I was like, mm, probably don't want to do this. And then this is actually the night that the woman from Ukraine gave her keynote. And I, I heard that and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go because we need to go to the dark places. And that's what she was saying in her, in her talk. She was saying, we need to be in the dark places. It's good to be around people who are light, who are the light of Christ. But what we're supposed to do as the lights of Christ is to shine in the darkness. We're supposed to go to the dark places. So I heard that and I thought, 
hmm, that's definitely a sign that I'm supposed to go to the Satan Conference. So the night before, I was pretty nervous, but the people at the Heartbeat International Conference were amazing. They were giving me Bible verses. I got a blessing from a priest. Everybody was so supportive. I got there, you know, and I was wearing all black, um, and my the other journalist who was doing this with me was there as well, and we we just we just asked people, what are you doing here? Why spend a weekend um, at this conference? Are you truly worshiping Satan? And we got some insane responses, um, which you'll have to keep up with. Keep up with me on social media, and I'll I'll be sharing them. Um, but all I'm gonna say about that is that there is there is legitimate evil. You know, we often talk about in the pro life movement how. It's very, it's rare that people want abortion without, without exceptions. And that's true, that is true to a point. It is rare that the average citizen wants abortion without exception up to nine months. But what we don't often think about is that there are very powerful, very evil people who do want abortion without exception. One example I'll give is one, one person I talked to said, all children are evil. And I said, okay, were you a child once? Like, do, do, were you a child at once? Were you evil? He said, no, I flew out of my mother's womb as an adult. So <laughs> these people exist. These people exist. We have to be careful. We have to be aware of them. Evil is very real and present in our society. So that's just a brief summary. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to leave a voicemail and I'll answer them when I can. And just lastly, on this shorter episode, I wanted to talk about um, our t- two of our affiliates. Hope's going to talk about our last affiliate on the next episode, but I wanted to talk about two of our affiliates. If you guys are following me at all on social media, you know that Culture of Life Fashion is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, like companies, like just in general. Um, I've known them I've known their family for about three years now and I started working for them about probably about two years ago I'm trying to think probably about two years ago and I write I write their blogs I write the emails so if you guys get those that that's mostly written by me um culture of life fashion is a fashion company that supports pregnancy resource centers supports a culture of life and spreads a culture of life and if you go to their website, you will see that. You will see the godliness and the beauty shining through these girls who their their family created this company, fashion company, probably about four years ago now because they saw the evil that the fashion company was doing. They saw the evil that was coming from the fashion company and they wanted to counteract that. And um, and they are. They're giving back to crisis pregnancy centers. They're, they're showing up at pro-life events. They're supporting and promoting not only a culture that um, denounces abortion, but a culture that supports a full culture of life, a culture that supports sexual ethics, that supports family values. So our code is, let me check and make sure I'm giving you the right one. Our code to get a discount, give me just a second, is, hmm, I'm almost there. I am almost to the code. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> Our code is just classy chicks. All one word, classy chicks. Use this for a discount on any of your orders and part of that will part of that 
profit will also be given back to us. So we really appreciate you supporting us and supporting this fashion brand for life. Now, the next company that I'm going to talk to you about is American Women Beauty. So I've known about them for a little bit less of a long time. Um, American Women Beauty was started just a few years ago by a woman who, similar similar to the Diodesis, who started the Culture of Life Fashion, this woman wanted, saw the makeup industry and the harm the makeup industry was doing to young women. And she wanted to change that. So she said, we're going to start this company. And this one is a little bit, mm, I would say, more than Culture of Life Fashion. It's a little more American-focused. Culture of Life Fashion is American-focused. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that... American Women Beauty is talks a lot more about gun rights, about patriotism. Um, it also talks about the pro-life movement. They have a pro-life palette. I and besides just loving their message, I love their makeup. I don't ma- wear very much makeup, as you may know. I really don't. I'm trying to get better at it, but I really don't. Um, if any of the girls from Culture of Life Fashion are listening, they're gonna laugh at this because when I was at the fashion show, they were trying to get me into makeup, and I was I was trying my best to get into it but the funny thing is we used or American Women Beauty sponsored Culture of Life Fashion's fashion show so we used a lot of their products and I brought some home and I am obsessed with their lip gloss I love their lip gloss um I I like their eyebrow gel as well I've been using that because my eyebrows are really crazy so our code is also classy chicks for them and I encourage you to look at their products they have a lot they don't just have makeup they have like soaps I think they might even have candles uh, and and give your money instead of giving your money to makeup brands that support a culture of death give it to makeup brands that support a culture of life so that's all I have for you guys this week uh, this was a shorter episode just kind of updating you on what's going on uh, the Classy Chicks podcast will be back to normal next week. Hopefully, I'm actually going to Cancun with my best friend this week. So we're going to be recording very remotely, Hope and I. We are going to be recording very remotely um, from Cancun to Chicagoland. So anyway, wish us luck with that. I hope you guys have a great week. And as always, ca- oh my gosh, I cannot speak. As always, call in with any questions, comments, or concerns you have. Bye.